You're listening to the PR Wind Down Podcast, the show for public relations professionals who are ready to see real change in the PR industry. We are your hosts, April White and Laura Schooler. Let's get ready to wind down. Welcome back to the PR Wind Down Podcast. Laura Schooler, how have you been? Are you in a bunker somewhere, April? <laughs> I got snowed in. So really? Cut down the interstate that goes to my office, and my podcast mic is hostage. Oh my god! And I'm held hostage at home, so I'm now using the mic that I normally use for my band. <laughs> oh my god! But I put up a background so that you don't see all the background. Okay. Well, we haven't, I feel like we haven't spoken for quite some time. It does seem that way. I'm sorry that you're snowed in. Who would think that you would get snowed in in Arizona? I wouldn't, but what do I know? We are snowed in. And it's 51 degrees in New York today. How about that? Spring-like almost. Rub it in. Thanks for that. What a noise that was. I'm releasing the toxins. Nothing. I don't know. This is like the boring time of year. Holidays are over and like baseball hasn't started, you know. I see you're in limbo. Totally. Yeah, February and March is bad. So that's it. I went to Switzerland, so that's my news. Oh, right. I think I saw some Some photos. photos. That's pretty great. Did you get chocolate? I got so much chocolate. It's the best chocolate I've ever had in my life. Yeah. I I went to Belgium and got some chocolate. It was so good. I don't know. I think it's like a toss-up between Swiss and Belgian chocolate, but holy moly. And cheese. Lots of cheese. Oh, really? (laughs) Was that the first time you were ever there? Yeah. Good friend of mine was there living there temporarily. And I decided to take it up. Yeah, take a great place to stay. Yep. I, I skied the Swiss Alps. And you did? I keep asking you these dumb American questions, and then you keep giving me positive, real, like, yes, I did that, Laura. <laughs> so, no, I, you know, in the U.S., like, if you go skiing, I'm not a skier, by the way. So, the fact that I skied the Swiss Alps is hilarious. So, in Switzerland, the it goes blue, red, black. Mm-hmm. It goes green, blue, black, right? There's nothing remotely easy. So, I skied all blues down, crashed so many times, almost broke my leg at one point. And it's the kind of thing where if you don't make the turn, you go, you go off, flying off the yeah. edge of the earth. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And you die. It's not like a low risk activity. Let's see if I can do it. It was like, <laughs> like wow. <laughs> Were you in complete muscular pain and agony the next five days after you did it? Luckily, no, because I'm in pretty good shape. I just know that if I, I haven't skied since the 90s. I just know if I (laughs) skied that I would be in traction. Even if I didn't crash or anything, I just know that I would just be like, oh, like for a week. (laughs) My God. Anyway. Is our guest here? Yeah, she's on our waiting room. Okay. Let's, let's let our guest in. She's the best. We're going to love her. Rachel, how are you? I'm doing great. Thanks. How are you? It's so good to see you again. 
same. It's exciting. No. What's your little toy in the background? Oh, what? I mean, I have a, a couple of little guys. Oh, uh, one of the, oh, wait, you got the phone? <gasps> you have the it, phone. It works. It's legit. It, legit it works. works. Yep. That's great. And then these are my Funkos that I love because I'm a big Mets fan. So I have my Oh, Mets. boy. <laughs> All of my weird things are on the other side. I'm trying to see. I told you you were going to love her. No, I was wearing last night at the gym my 86 Mets shirt. I am a Yankee fan and a 1986 Mets fan. <laughs> I grew up in New York, so I have been a Mets fan my entire life. But being in LA, Dodgers have become my number two. The Yankees have never left New York. Yes, and I've I've never rooted for the Yankees. It's one or the other, or the 1986 Mets. That's true. I do have the 1986 Mets signed baseball in my living room. Wow. My mom was a huge Mets fan. So I had that shirt that she bought me. It's completely shredded. And then she died and going through her stuff. And then I found her shirt. That's she right. wore it, but it was in like way better condition than mine. Mine was. So. Oh, that's fantastic. Anyway, sorry, April. I'm, gonna, I'm basically going to turn this podcast into a baseball podcast, Rachel. That's the. Um... <laughs> <laughs> like All right. So our guest today is Rachel Griffin. She is the co-founder of Playwise Partners and my friend and colleague from our favorite industry award event, the Stevie Awards. For women in business, where Rachel has won gold two years in a row for her creative PR activation. And today she's here to discuss her favorite campaigns and what makes for an award-worthy creative campaign or brand activation. Welcome, Rachel. Thank you. That makes me sound so fancy. And yeah, I know you're doing other things too that we didn't mention. Do you want to mention any of those? Yeah, I am also a marathon swimmer. So um this summer Jeez. I was swimming the English channel to raise oh. money for pancreatic cancer as well. So oh and my if God. listeners out there, feel free to come find me at Channeling a Cure on Facebook and donate. Oh your money will be well spent. I don't Between the two of you, April just told the story about, you know, skiing the Swiss Alps. You're swimming the English oh, wow. channel and I can barely even walk down the stairs anymore. <laughs> oh That's amazing. And how many people have actually done that? To date, um, a lot have done the English Channel, but I'll be going for my triple crown, which is swimming the three hardest swims in the world, which is the Catalina Channel around New York City and the English Channel. And so I was going to say, did you do the Hudson River? I've done the Hudson. I came back with all, you know, 10 fingers and 10 toes and didn't gain a (laughs) limb. So that was kind (laughs) of, kind of nice. Um, I did each of those in 2018 and in 19. So I've gotten two of the three. So this summer will be my third. And in total, there's only been 331 people that have collectively done that in the world since Marathon Swimming started back in the 20s. Well, in addition to her uh, other accomplishments, <laughs> I'm really excited to hear. Uh, I know, Rachel, you have another upcoming activation, but I also want to you know, kind of have you pull the back the curtain on the activation that won your last Stevie Award and maybe the one before it too, whatever, whatever you feel like diving into. But I'm personally a huge fan of brand activations and think that they're really cool. And obviously you have nailed this multiple times. So I'd love to to hear your insights on what makes for a good one and um, you know, some examples if you're willing to share. Absolutely. So the first one was for the overall brand campaign for Toy Monsters Jurassic dominion line so these are slime dinosaurs and it was inspired by the dominion movie that also came out two years ago so what was great about that is that we did have the franchise movie behind us we had the momentum for that going into our overall brand campaigns which was great 
But the idea of anything is to make it fun and get your audience super engaged with what you're doing. So what we did early on was we did an event at a thing that was called ClamorCon, where these high-level influencers show up and their whole weekend is basically covered by the events. And then they get to come and play with all of these kind of toys. So we had a massive dinosaur experience where you had to spin the wind, spin the wind wheel to, you know, win a prize, these huge dinosaur cutouts all throughout the Great Wolf Lodge, where we sent them on a scavenger hunt to go find the dinosaurs. And once they did, they stamped their bingo card. And when they came back with their bingo card, then we gave them a collection of eggs. So everything was that. So we started off with that early. Then we reached out to our, our Playwise Pals database of influencers, which is a bunch of micro-influencers, over 600, I think we have now, where we reached out to them and said, who wants to get in on receiving the dinosaurs before they you know, hit shelf? And so we had about you know, 100 or so that opted in for that. So then we sent them dinosaurs for free, and then in exchange, they posted content. So we had the one-two punch going between influencers you know, getting the buzz out early. Mm-hmm. Then we got lucky because then we had the movie hit. So then you have media happening um, on pop and in lifestyle and everything under the in-between because the movie's so iconic. It's the ninth Jurassic movie to have come out and Chris Pratt is amazing in it. And, you know, so it was just really, really fun. So doing that, we, ahead of time, we also partnered in with Extra TV to get a little coverage with that. So we did a giveaway with them and we timed it to the Monday after the movie came out because that's all that we knew the entertainment PR teams would be talking about is the movie opening box weekend. So we were able to then have the giveaway happen on the Monday. Then they were able to do inserts from the movie to kind of like talk about our toys and even, you know, did a fake interview with Chris saying, you know, what's your favorite toy? And then we cuts to our, our toy. So we had a lot of things going, which was really, really fun between influencers, media and so forth. So it just, every month or so we had a new beat of an activation happening to keep everybody and keep Jurassic Dominion line on their top of their heads. It's amazing. You did another one, right? This year with uh, FAO Schwartz? Yeah. So FAO Schwartz turned 160 last year and we partnered with them to create a huge 160th birthday party for them. And so that was a day on Rockefeller Plaza. So we partnered with Rock Center to have this whole experience outside so not only do people come to experience all the amazing fun and magicalness that happens inside FAO but then they were able to experience things on the plaza so we brought in the heavy guns we partnered with Broadway Cares and we had Broadway stars you know doing activations and dances and things all on this little mini stage inside FAO we have different magic sections part of the Marvin's Magic that sells toys so we had magicians outside bringing those life-size magic tricks to the guests outside. And then of course it was also inside. We reached out to the mayor and got the mayor to officially make uh, October 8th FAO day. So we had that as well. And then of course, inside the store, every single area within the store, which this happens year round, it wasn't just for this event. There are brand ambassadors and demo experts at each phase of FAO Schwartz to go in. So every time you walk into FAO, your mind is blown and you are having the absolute best time. So as soon as you walk in, there are helicopters and drones flying above your head because the sharper image pilots are flying those toys or remote controlled. Guys have, you know, roller skates attached to their sneakers and they are whizzing by you in the hallways. People are there doing pottery to make a wheel for you. There, You can make your own RC. You know, earlier last year, we introduced the Jelly Cat Diner, where you get a custom Jelly Cat, you know, stuffy food in it to go 
container as if you're at an actual diner getting a slice of pizza to go. Um, so. There's build your own Funko. There's, you know, design your own Barbie. There's an adoption area. So all of these fun things happen inside FAO year round. Um, but we were able to bring that not only inside the store, but outside to the public as well. So awesome. Um, what does doing a good brand activation like this cost? Like where do you, what's the entry point for something like this for brands that are listening and like, that sounds great. Yeah, the, the budget for an event like this was a little over six figures, but again, each budget can be different. And we were lucky that we had a lot of people, you know, wanting to be a part of the event because it is FAO Schwartz. Yeah. Um, because a lot of people also kind of volunteered their time because they really wanted to be a part, you know, be a part of it. So Broadway Cares, we didn't wow. pay them. They're our, our charity of choice. So they wanted to be a part of the activation. And yeah. we blanketed the tri-state area with media and influencers to come to the events. We had one-of-a-kind items. So this um, Funko that I have that I showed, which I'll just show you guys, you can tell, but he's a little sparkly. He's not your typical oh. Funko that, that's out there. Totally. So in every 12 regular Funkos of the Toy Soldier, there was one that was sparkly. So we also had these like little spe special chase items within certain, you know, whatever rounds of toys. So Matchbox had their, um, their cars and, you know, Schleich had 160th anniversary dino, something specific for the brands that are inside the store jumped in on the, the creativeness and the exclusivity of this anniversary to create these iconic one of a kind items as, as you know, as well. And in fact, Funko partnered with Swarovski and they did five, Schwarzky crystallized Funko. Oh, oh, cool. Wow, that's cool. Um, we sold two online and three were in store and they they valued at $2,000 and they were sold within the first 15 minutes. Oh. And that's how crazy people wanted to get these one of a kind items. So you want to yeah. make that experience, not just the experience one of a kind, but you also want to give them something to purchase, to bring home with them. That is also one of a kind that they're not going to get anywhere else. What kind of media coverage did you get? So we reached out to everybody within the tri-state area because to get into the city from Connecticut, from New York, New Jersey, anywhere, it's pretty easy. Plus New York is the media, you know, empire for national. For like that. Yeah. So that worked out nicely for us. So we got a feature on the Today Show leading up to it. And then we got um, the local NBC, CBS, Fox, Spectrum, you name it, they were all there. And then to the Today Show did a follow-up using the local NBC affiliate piece on there as well. So we got two two Today Show hits um, for this as well. And then that, but that also just opened the door to a Today Show segment, you know, with Holiday because now we're back to being top of brain that, you know, our items that we have that were there that we were launching, say, for example, the, the you know, the grand piano that we have. So we put that, that was later put on the Today Show and we have, you know, Hoda and Jenna dancing on it as a great toy to get for your family, no matter what their age is. And then the following January, we had our pottery wheel on there for adult toys. So it just allowed the media to see that just because FAO is a quote unquote toy store, the items in there are for any kid for, of any age, because we all have that kid inside of us. So it really was able to open the door and open the eyes of everybody to remind everybody that they are a kid. So seeing Jenna and, and Hoda dancing on a piano, it's, you're like, yeah, I want to do that, you know, and this is really fun. So, so it's, it was really, really, really fun. Wow. Thanks. So what makes for a really good brand activation like this? What are the kind of key components or what are the things that, or maybe even the things that people don't think about being important that are super important? 
in regards to the actual events, you want to make it timely and you want to think of that, not just timely for the actual event for the theme of it, but mm -hmm. for example, you know, the year of FAO is one, 160th was great, but to do it in August in New York City, the city is dead. So you don't want to, even though it's a great time because kids are out of school and all that kind of stuff. So you're like, oh, we'll get a lot of families and stuff to be there. At the same time, media and everybody are also on vacations too. So you don't want to have an event just to have an event because it's easy for you if you're not going to get your target audience to be there the way you want them to be there. So have it be timely for not just your theme of whatever it is. So whether it's tied to a movie or tied to you know an, an anniversary, but also make sure it's convenient for those that you want to attend. That's probably number one. Um, I would also suggest for sure having those exclusive opportunities we always let media in you know key media in and half an hour an hour earlier before the event is going to start so they can kind of get a lay of the land and see what it is before the chaos ensues so you can get that that beat that you want that the messaging points that you have laid out the visual that you have before in our case in the toy space you know kids come in and wreak havoc and like your beautiful display is now a puddle of you know toys with arms hanging off and you know whatever else but um, we always have that, you know, early opportunity for key media and influencers as well. And then I love having that special takeaway. Everybody gets a gift bag, but you want to have something so memorable that reminds them that whenever they look at this, like every time I look at that Funko, I always think of that event, you know, like, or that day, because it was just so magical and so fun. So a typical, you know, whatever tote bag or gift card or whatever, it, it is nice, but you want to have something that just sticks out that you're just like, yes that that was a great day. I love that. I love that. And you're, are you leaving for New York tomorrow for another event? I am. So we have a client, a so we're fine. fashion doll company brand that is not even launching until May. But again, to get the excitement going, we are partnering with New York Fashion Week and we are doing a fashion show in Fashion Week displaying the beautiful outfits that are on these fashion dolls to show how fashion forward this doll line is and we have media influencers trade experts coming as our guests to be part of the fashion show experience to help tee up the pool factor that this is not just a doll for your eight nine ten eleven year old but those that are collectors out there those that are fashion people out there you're going to want to have this doll on your shelf to look at because it is so beautiful. And, and I'm going to tell you, I've seen a lot of fashion dolls. I launched the Bratz dolls. So like I've been around the world with dolls and this packaging, it's so clean and crisp and clear. And these dolls are really, really pretty. So you're, you're going to want to, you're going to want to collect them as a collector, but as a kid, you're just going to want to play fashion and you're going to want to play fun. And in the, it's just, it's, it's really, really great. So so that's where, how we're starting this campaign with an activation is not even having the product, just showcasing how beautiful the fashions are. And then we'll tear it up with influencers doing the reveals, you know, later in, in May, partnering with the retailer, and then of course doing events, rollouts throughout the summer and into the holidays. So cool. And the fashion that you're doing, are they life-size and on models or they're, they're actually on dolls? No, they, we are not revealing any dolls at all. So this is going to be models just walking the runway. With, with the fashions of the dolls. And how big are the dolls going to be? Um, the dolls are typical fashion doll height, 11 inches, 10, 11 okay. inches. They're, they're beautiful. But yeah, so real human people <laughs> will wow. be 
strutting okay. the runway, you know, with this. And we'll have a photo op where you pretend like you're on the cup. So anybody that comes, obviously, is going to be pretty fashionable. So our, we'll have a photo op for people to be on the cover of the magazine themselves being fashion forward as well. So that's one activation we're doing. So starting Monday, look for, you know, love LUV fashion or love and um, you'll see some, some posts. And do you have media coming to that event? We do. So New York Fashion Week themselves, they took the most of the invitations for us, which is great. We targeted our list. So we have toy experts. We have toy fashion writers in media. And then we have doll enthusiasts and fashion enthusiasts, influencer bloggers that are well known within the space. It's so awesome. And it's so in general, how do you come up with these ideas? Is it you and the client together? Do you brainstorm with your team and then present them? Like how do how do these come about? Usually we we brainstorm internally. So my business partner Sheena is her creative mind is just like it's it's amazing. I, I wish I had a tiny bit of her creativeness that she has. So she she kind of like throws all these ideas out and then together we'll kind of fine tune them and be like, oh, well, what about this? And what about that? And we should do this. Oh, this influencer will be Gary. Didn't this guy find this influencer? Maybe they'll do this, you know, or whatever it is. So depending on what it is, and then we'll present probably five to seven really fun ideas on a tiered price range of activation fees, anywhere from $5,000 to doing like an influencer breakfast and a, you know, a showcase or a this or that, you know, up to a $500,000 integration with whoever, Kelly Clarkson, I'm making it up, but yeah. something like that. And then depending on budgets, we can then get the green light to go for, you know, something. So as you create your events, you know, as you get your influencers and your media and whoever lined up, reuse those, you know, and reuse those people that showed up because they're going to come to that event and then they'll be able to help you with the next one or come up with an idea that has nothing to do with that one, but they knew how fun that event was or your location was or your, your items were that they will then, you know, come to you to partner versus you having to call them to partner or something like along those lines. I love, I love everything about all of this. I know I would like to talk to you for another four hours about this, but I know we're already over time. So that was fast. Is there anything we didn't ask you that we should have anything, any other advice that you want to offer? Um, And if not any other final questions you want to ask us since we've been doing all the question asking. I'm going to do a two for here. Um, One, don't, let budgets really constrain your creative process on whatever event or activation you want to do. I know a lot of PR people, the first thing they say to their client when they say, we want to do an activation, the first thing other man is, well, what's your budget? You know, because if you think, if you think you only have $5,000, you're only going to think small at $5,000, where if you think big at 50,000 or 500,000, your brain will think differently when you have that bigger budget in mind. So you don't want to limit yourself by limiting your budget or thinking you have a small budget because that'll just limit your creativity of whatever event you're going to want to do. So I, because you'd be surprised if if you come back with a a massive creative, super duper plan of something neat, they may actually give you that bigger budget. That's like a good lesson in life too, not just. uh... Absolutely. (laughs) But I would love to ask you guys what activations would you like to have done or like to see within your spaces? Well, you know, I've, I've worked with some marketing events, marketing companies in my life. So I've sort of seen it in the entertainment realm. 
and a woman who I know who has her own events marketing firm called OTR off the record. She's amazing at creating like fantasy lands. And what, if you're familiar with the Forest Hills Stadium in Forest Hills, Queens, Mm -hmm. there are these hidden speakeasy suites for people. And I, you know, they spend a lot of money and each of them are uniquely designed, you know, in all different motifs. And she's the one who did this whole project. And so throughout the whole spring and summer, she's at every show at, at Forest Hills, making sure that all of her suites are, you know, fantastic. And like, so the experience of the people who go to these concerts and are in these amazing speakeasy suites, I mean, it's just a lifetime memory. So it's amazing. That's awesome. That's yeah. really cool. I love it. Well, Rachel, I definitely want to have you back on because this has been so much fun and you're so insightful and entertaining and charismatic and all of the things. <laughs> so Thank so you. Let me do this again. And Absolutely. let me know how things go with Fashion Week. That sounds amazing. Yeah, be on the lookout for sure. <laughs> awesome. Cool. Thank you so much for your time. It was so much fun and looking forward to chatting with you again soon. Thank you. It was a pleasure, guys. So much fun. Yeah. Bye. Hey, uh, April, I got this text the other day and then Veronica, Veronica sent this article to you and I about how P.F. Chang's is giving free dumplings to anybody who just got dumped and you have to give them some sort of proof, like send them an email or a text or whatever to prove that you got dumped. And then, yeah, you have to text, you have to text them with your, your evidence and then, um, they will give you free, uh, dumplings if you go to PF Chang's. I love it. I think that is so hot is doing a similar thing where you could send a goodbye pie to like your ex that you just broke up with. Wait. Oh, who's doing that? Oh, pizza Pizza hut. Hut. Yeah. But given what our guest was talking about in terms of activation, this yeah. is, you know, kind of an example of that on maybe a smaller, maybe not a smaller scale, but not like an in-person event. Okay, so wait, so Pizza Hut delivers goodbye pies for Valentine's Day breakups. And they are capitalizing on the surge in breakups ahead of the holiday by offering to send a breakup text or a free pizza to a consumer's future ex. This is so funny. <laughs> I love this. Okay, so there's a microsite. Looks like it's only at like locations in New York, Chicago, and Miami. But you can send a goodbye pie. They'll draft the breakup text, including a link for a gift card. It says 45% of people agree it's better to call it quits on a relationship ahead of the holiday. So apparently lots of people are breaking up before Valentine's Day so they don't have to do valentine's day and so so pizza hut is launching a campaign known as red tuesday for being the day that people break up the most often in the year and to help consumers skip over the awkward breakup conversation they're rolling out a limited time hot honey goodbye pie so you're sending the person you want to break up with a free pizza yeah so for a personal touch the goodbye pie has come delivered in custom packaging with a simple message with room at the top for soon to be x's name to be added and then consumers outside of the three participating cities can visit the same microsite to request that the chain write a breakup text that can be sent to their future ex along with a gift card that can be redeemed for a free hot honey pizza. That's funnier in my head that the pizza goes- Right, that it, like it's delivered to them. Like, April's breaking up with you. Here's a pizza. Or like the delivery guy had to tell them. That would be, that would be extra funny. 
This is well, right, but then the delivery guy might get smacked. face punch. Yeah, exactly. The liability. So that's the Pizza Hut version. And then the PF Chang version is that you have to give yeah. your sob story and then they'll the PF Chang will give you some free food to you know help you eat your way out of your heartache or whatever. Yes. yes. Well, you know, I like that they, you know, came at it two different ways. Very interesting. And it's cute that it's dumplings for dump, right? Like dump, I didn't even, yeah, dumplings. Dumplings. Yeah, I didn't get dumped, but in retrospect, I should have left. I got a Valentine's card from a guy I was going out with once that the way he signed it on the inside was, Dear Laura, Happy Valentine's Day. And he wrote, It's been fun. And then signed his name. <laughs> <laughs> I sh- I should have broken up with him is what I'm saying right then and there. And believe me, I should have. <laughs> it's been fun. What every girl wants to hear or write, read in the in the Valentine's Day card from their boyfriend. <laughs> oh God, Valentine's Day, worst. So it's the worst. And so I, you know, think that these promotions by these brands are funny, cute, and they'll get, they got media coverage and they'll get, you know, eyeballs. I like the timeliness of it. In the case of the dumplings, I like that they're, you know, playing words with dumping and and the dumpling, like you're the dumpling, the dumpy, right? I also think that it's funny that they're going against the grain. So instead of, you know, doing the, you know, free pizza for the love of your life, that would be so deep, right? But I like that they kind of did something a little bit sassy, a little bit counterculture, which I think works really well. And also, you know, there are lots of people that are not happy on Valentine's Day in the relationship or did get dumped before or don't have somebody, right? So it's comforting to anyone who's not in this. I'm in love with the love of my life on Valentine's Day and we're going in a, for a hot air balloon ride with chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> Which is most people. <laughs> I think that is cute. And I think, yeah, I think it got coverage just because it was a little bit sassy. A little sassy, a little, a little sauce, a little sassafras. I like it. I think it's great. All right. All right. Well, with that, it's time to say goodbye, Laura. Goodbye, Laura. Oh, that's not what I mean. What I mean is thank you for tuning in for the PR One Down podcast. And thanks to Rachel for joining us for a great interview. Remember to submit your own agency stories and questions and to share our show with your friends and colleagues. If you subscribe and leave us a rating, it'll help us reach new listeners like you. Can't wait, Can't to, wait to wind down with you again next time. <laughs> this isn't about PR. This is about baseball. Oh, wait. I found, I do. I was like, do I have a mess thing on my desk? Wait, hold on. And then you can go. This is one of the greatest. Do you know this picture? Oh my God, you have, that's, that's strawberry and doc. He's a little, he's a little blurry. Wait, who is that? It's Lenny Dykstra with strawberry oh, and Dykstra. doc. Nice. That's a great photo. That's awesome. It's really great. Okay. Okay. April, now you're allowed. <laughs>